Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Josh Brown, and this is Take All Your Common Stocks and Sell Them. When there is a stock market boom and everyone is scrambling for common stocks, take all your common stocks and sell them. Take the proceeds and buy conservative bonds. No doubt, the stock you sold will go higher. Pay no attention to this. Just wait for the depression, which will come sooner or later. When this depression or panic becomes a national catastrophe, sell out the bonds, perhaps at a loss, and buy back the stocks. No doubt, the stocks will go lower. Pay no attention. Wait for the next boom. Continue to repeat this operation as long as you live, and you'll have the pleasure of dying rich. That's Fred Schwed Jr. in his canonical book about Wall Street, Where Are the Customer's Yachts?, which is on my all-time top 10 list of books to read to understand the markets and laugh your ass off while learning. But it's shitty advice. Fred's book chronicled the misadventures of the firms he'd been in and out of over the previous few decades, first as a trader until the crash of 1929, and then as bemused observer. Think about the interest rate environment in the 10 years leading up to 1940 when his book came out. January 1939, 2.36% interest on a 10-year treasury bond. 1938, 2.56. 1937, 2.68%. 1936, 2.65%. All the way back to 1930, 3.29%. So when you switched out of common stocks and into bonds during the 1930s, you had a fighting chance at earning a positive return. Now, these are nominal interest rates on 10-year treasuries. These rates were low at the time also because the company had spent the 1930s fighting deflation and depression. These days, we have even lower rates, but we have no such deflation. And we're not in a depression, although it probably feels like a depression for people working in specific industries like hospitality, travel, and leisure. But in the aggregate, overall, it's very far from a depression. A lot of what's driving the SPAC boom and the venture capital boom and the securitization and the speculation in things like collectible cars, baseball cards, luxury goods, um, is the fact that there's cash everywhere looking for a return that's above the risk-free rate, which is essentially zero right now. Peter Bookvar wrote about a Wayne Gretzky card that's currently going through the zero rates distortion factory. Quote, in a world of $18 trillion of negative yielding bonds, along with zero rates in the U.S. and elsewhere, and central banks gobbling up every bond they can find, the desire for those things in limited supply is not just for Bitcoin or gold or a vintage Ferrari and a piece of art. Sports collectibles qualify as well. Last Thursday, a Wayne Gretzky rookie card from OPC in perfect condition, rated 10 by PSA, was auctioned off for $1.29 million. This same card sold for $465,000 in August 2016. The Topps version, in also the same gem mint condition, sold for $720,000 versus the 200000 it went for also in August 2016. 
while it's technically a paper asset or actually cardboard, it really is a hard one that looks more attractive in the upside down world of monetary madness. Had you followed, end quote, had you followed Fred Schwed's maxim for dying rich, you'd have been out of stocks long ago. And yes, you'd have watched them grow and grow and grow again in value. The pay no attention part would have been impossible to heed, especially as the cost of everything around you had risen concurrently while the interest on your bonds yielded a negative number in real terms. Adjusted for the actual inflation you're currently experiencing in your actual life. It's also important to mention that in Schwed's day, you were probably going to die rich in your 60s, or if you were very fortunate, in your 70s. These days, retirement starts at 65, and then one out of four people makes it to 95. Imagine having to fund a 30-year retirement with 10-year treasury bonds starting yields at under 1%. It's not an option, unless you're planning on being a burden to your own children. Also in Schwed's day, all of the incentives on Wall Street revolved around convincing the customers to transact, to buy and sell. There's no commission until somebody buys or they sell. Holding is terrible for business. These days, it's the opposite. All of the incentives are based on customers not selling and staying put. Trillions of dollars at stake. The whole business model in 2020 is a 180-degree revolution from Schwed's era. I first revealed this enduring stock market catalyst in The Relentless Bid Explained. That's a post from 2014, and it's still true. Actually, it's even more true. Rates were higher then. Retirement was was further away uh, from the boomers than it is now. Now it's reality. So it's even more true. So stocks are now rising. No one seems to be willing to sell. They feel as though they can't. For more of my stuff, make sure you visit thereformedbroker.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Solid.